the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. This is on 9.30 a.m. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, sitting on the uh, porch here at Millburgers. What a beautiful day. It is a beautiful day. I was just going to say that. <laughs> it's a pretty day. Wind's coming out of the, uh, can you tell? Yes, it was the north originally. It's, yeah. It's uh, from the Kind yeah, of from east. the east. Yeah. yeah. And uh, there's a. Uh, lots of uh, things to get for Christmas here. Lots oh, of yeah. beautiful, beautiful flowers. Yeah, you know, when I go f- leave my neighborhood, yeah, I do not look forward to seeing deer here at Millburgers. <laughs> the deer follow you everywhere. There is a yeah, deer. Yeah, there's a deer. There's a it's, reindeer. Of course, it's only. Is a, it a reindeer or a uh, regular? Just a regular deer. It's a regular deer. It's only a eight pointer too. So. Yeah. <laughs> that one couldn't even get stuck on your fence. Uh. <laughs> Boy, they're get, they're get, they're aggressive. They're getting near the end. Uh-oh. The end of the. Oh. So. Why are they getting aggressive? How are they? How are they? Are they like pushy? You you walk outside. They're like calling you. I don't names, know. I don't. They're... I never see them looking at their their uh, watch or anything. Uh. Uh. I think it's something to do with hormones. Uh oh. Uh oh. That's even worse. Yeah. You are in trouble. Now you don't get me started on my stories about the. Uh, uh, deer uh, during rutting season uh, attacking hunters. Uh-oh. No, let's not go to Try to breed them. Or, gar- not or go- gardeners. Let's not They're go there. Gardeners, yeah. All right. But 210-308-8867 <laughs> is our number. 210-308-8867. We encourage you to call in with your questions, watching people Walk out with uh, Christmas gifts from their little boutique here at Millburgers and uh, watching people go with Snapdragons. We saw that earlier. And Blue Bonnet. And Blue Bonnets. They have a nice price on those Blue Bonnets. The six pack is five ninety nine. Yeah, are they? I think so. I think that's what I saw. That's, uh, oh, okay. It's not in the sales. Deal. No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, I can... Is that the Super Pack? Yeah, yeah, super six. Super six. Well, I, I like those too, as long as the plants are. Oh, yeah, yeah, the plants look great. Yeah. They really must have. Uh, yeah, they. Uh, they work to make them look good because they look. Uh, they look good. No yellow. No uh-huh. uh, yellow. Speaking of yellow, Uh-oh. okay. So I come bearing seeds. Uh oh. All right. So, these are from my mother-in-law Adet. These are the yellow. Yellow of what? the. Uh, yeah. The uh, Coxcomb. Yeah. And these are the red. And these come from Alabama. 
Very cheap. Right. He's come from I, Alabama I, I think, with uh, a package red, of some seeds. The red, the red must be more popular than the yellow. Yeah, there's not many. <laughs> yeah, it looks like about a five-pound bag there. She'll have to, <laughs> yeah, there's not yeah. many seeds in the yellow. Yeah, but uh, you say not many, but. Uh, they're they're itty-bitty seeds. They're a little bitty seed. And yeah. uh, now I guess she, these are just uh, the seeds are in there. The kind of the lots of seeds are in there. Okay, good. Oh yeah, yeah. Sim, if you look at the very corner of the sack where oh, the seed yeah. first I sure do see them. So if we get a new and exciting variety, we have to name it after a debt. Is that it? A debt. A A D E T. A debt. Okay. Yeah, she's got her names on it. Yeah, a debt. Stevens. Yep, that's a debt. And she wasn't. Gonna, she was too busy doing church things to call us today. Uh. <laughs> so she'll have to. Uh, we'll have to talk to her about these next week. Did she happen to say where she got the original from? No, I don't know. No, I, probably a garden no. center or somewhere there. I guess. No, no, no. Okay, a friend. Oh, okay. He's a, he's a pastor guy down. Oh, good. I don't doubt it. And she said that, you know, she only planted a few. <laughs> and then she's got them all. And they are in every crack and crevice yeah, oh, yeah. of her rock garden. I oh, mean, they. Look how many seeds yeah. she's in. But, and uh, so she put the brains in a bag, like you suggested. There you go. Good turn. She, she was all very proud of it. I'm sorry <laughs> she couldn't come on. <laughs> but anyway, we'll catch her later. Yeah. The, so. uh, but that that's a. Uh, this this particular coxcomb is all over the southeastern southwestern oh, okay. United States, all the way up to Tennessee, and uh, they're they're basically what they call hand-me-down plants. Okay, <laughs> like she said, uh, you you can get that much seed and uh, and plant it in a flower bed the next year. Those those tiny seeds are spread all over the place. Kind of like Crawford lettuce. Now, who would win the battle in in our gardens with, between Larkspur and the Coxcomb? I bet the Larkspur here. Oh, okay. Well, they also mature at different times. Oh, okay. So see, the Larkspur is gone by the time oh. the Coxcomb. Oh, okay. Come up. So they're uh, yeah uh, evolving to yeah. fit a niche. Yeah. Uh, yeah. uh but, uh, yeah, they're fun and, to plant. She said she couldn't be here, but uh, she hopes that these will grow in San Antonio. And, oh, they will. Yeah, and I'm sure. Oh, really good. Oh, I'm yeah. sure Jerry will grow uh, 2,500 of the, <laughs> the, the, the plants. Oh, yeah. And four-inch containers. <laughs> they, uh, of course, they, the breeders have improved, quote, unquote, on, on this particular Coxcomb. That's the red? Yeah. Well, any, any of these large-growing coxcombs. But uh, what they've done when they've improved them, they've made them shorter, and they, they bloom, uh, or they have that coxcomb on them, when they're very small, still in the containers. Oh, oh so they'll sell. They're never as robust as these are. This is cool. It's exciting. <laughs> when do you plant them? When do you, uh, when's the season? Oh, you can plant them in the, in the spring. Early okay. spring. Uh, uh, did she send you some too? What's that? No, you've got the whole schmear there. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're like Trace. You've got them all. <laughs> but, uh, <clears throat> but you know, 
Greg Grant's kind of a nutcase on these heirloom type oh. of things. me doing things. When he was here in San Antonio for a few minutes, uh, we uh, we uh, made a made a selection of this one uh, from San Antonio Gardens. Yeah, and uh, called it the Sa- San Antonio Coxcomb. Okay, so. Uh, it's re- it's returned from Alabama. Yeah, I I, I don't guess I, but maybe Greg has some seed, but I I don't think I have any seed. Like ever. I said, well, it comes from Alabama in a package with some seed. <laughs> oh <laughs> Lord. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You Never. think Jeremy can get me a gig? No. Oh dear. All right. <laughs> Because I just made up that song myself. I wrote that. Is that right? Uh, Never would have guessed. (laughs) (laughs) All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Okay. I know you all have talked about it before, but I never really saw it. Uh, And there's two of them. There's two or three of them. They're beautiful. Is the uh, is it the Cape honeysuckle that's orange? It's yeah, a, yeah. A rich orange color. They're nice. Yeah, they really are. They seem like they only bloom uh, in the fall. In the fall. Yeah, it's blooming now. It is very pretty. Yeah. And it's, it almost uh, looked like Esperanza from a it, distance, like an orange Esperanza. We used to promote it as uh, one of those fall, along with the fire uh, fire spike and the fire bush, one of the fall nectar sources mm-hmm. because they were a reliable bloomer. Yeah. But they they took a, a lot of them took it on the chin with the um freezes. Yeah, the yeah. freezes and the drought. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, probably more of the drought than yeah. the freezes. <laughs> cuz they cuz they uh, that's why I kind of hesitated cuz in February there's usually not much action from them. Yeah. But in the in the uh they did they if they did not do well through a hot, dry summer, then then yeah. it would be uh, the whole next growing season would be tough. <laughs> and did anybody get rain yesterday? Somebody said that uh, they got a few sprinkles. I, I didn't notice any. I heard any. thunder, but yeah, this morning I got up early. Trace, I didn't see anything. It was <laughs> it was all dry. I, I, I'm going to write my congressman. <laughs> this this national government weather thing is there not you working. Go. I, I started to uh, come out come out here with an umbrella. Yeah. Did you hear it? The it, rain? No. Oh, <laughs> but I, uh, there was an 80 percent chance of 80. rain last night. <laughs> and so I was going to come in with my umbrella. <laughs> Yeah, I was wondering where you got that forecast. Uh, the uh, <laughs> weather.gov. It's yeah. uh, the, uh, oh, Al always helps me, National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. We need to get somebody on here from that. <laughs> I bet the 80% chance is pretty. We used to have a weatherman on occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I miss and him and too. took his place. Yeah, I know. We had the weather and Al analysis. And we <laughs> oh, had, that's right. Al, Al did a good job of that. Too. Yeah. But uh, that was thanks to Paul. Paul so, Cox made up the uh, the name. Uh, <laughs> and that's and then saying that the probably now clicks. So yeah, that may that sounds like Paul. Uh, <laughs> the uh, that I guess all those big chances of rain are passed, right, Melvin? I don't even want to say uh, now. What do we got uh, today? It doesn't look very tonight. Patchy fog. No, it does not. 
<laughs> Even the cloud cedars. Monday, scattered showers. Oh, gee. Chance of precipitation, 30%. Ooh. That's 20, a lot better than 80%. Oh, yeah. That's a uh, <laughs> 20% chance of showers after midnight uh, and 20% chance of showers on Tuesday. And that's it for a little while. Okay. I better keep my umbrella handy. And then it looks like the temperature's dropped a little bit. Oh, yeah. Am I reading the right thing here? Yeah, the cold front. Yeah. So Wednesday. Didn't do much, but. Tuesday night, low around 53. Wednesday night, low around 46. Woo. I have to walk the dog in these temperatures. (laughs) Thursday night, low around 42. Low around 40. Yeah, it's, it's dropped. It wasn't this. Yeah. They've changed this from yesterday. Well, they probably did away with that 80% rain. Too. Yeah, I think they did. <laughs> anyway, yes, roll the dice. <laughs> what does that tell us? What? Got the deep soak yeah. plants, especially if they're less than two years old. Or spe- and definitely if you just planted them. Because, uh, <laughs> you know, I mentioned that my floor tam, old established floor tam, was making a comeback. Is well, it retreating? Well, it does when we get those little showers, because I guess it wets that uh-huh. uh, soil beneath the grass a little bit, but uh, it's declining again. Yeah, but I it wonder. shall not die. Florida. The grass? Well, <laughs> your, your, your annual bluegrass is... Yeah, as I was leaving this morning, a while ago, as a matter of fact, I looked down there, and um, I, I mentioned this yesterday, my uh, uh, Turks cat. No, my blue plumbagos. My plumbagos are, they're blooming at the top. You know, they're getting dried up yeah. and uh, quit putting out new growth. But now that we've had these hard rains... Torrential rains. Milton's ignoring. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> he's not paying Al attention. Al said he got rain last yesterday. Oh, he's he lives in that. Well, somebody, one of my neighbors said we got some, but I didn't experience it. <laughs> it was rather sporadic. Was that after his uh, whiskey sours? I don't think so. <laughs> now, what it I did see, rain. I did see uh, hummingbirds again. Oh, good. Yesterday and the day before, uh, I had. Hadn't seen any for three or four weeks, but <laughs> there's some back. I wasn't able to see them close enough to see if they were rufous or what it was. Yeah. I suspect it was a rufous hummingbird, but could have been either any of them. I guess we're not going to have any uh, ruby throats through, huh? Has anybody uh, ever still, seen, seen a ruby throat this year? Um, I think a few people said they saw them, but it was early, early in the year, which made me wonder... They were, if they were out and about, of course, they're, they're, there's a potential that they were expanding their uh, habitat just a little bit too, with that all that dry weather and yeah, maybe maybe if there there's so many in East Texas and Tennessee and whatever, maybe they took the uh, came around by uh, the coastline. Yeah, yeah, I didn't see any ruby throats, but. Uh, the thirty, the I thirty five is traditionally the line where the you see the ruby throats on the east side. Yeah. And oh, okay. Black chins on the west. I love those ruby throats. They're pretty. 
Well, all you have to do then <laughs> go by 35 and for the next <laughs> 6,000 miles, that's yeah. all you see is ruby throats. Yeah. But only look to the east. Is that right? No. Or look to the west. Yeah, as long as once you get a few miles to the west of 35, you won't see okay. any yeah. black shins. Like, uh, I, t- I told, a st- told a story of uh, going over to visit Greg one time uh, in uh, Nacogdoches, East Texas. And uh, I, I was, he had a, had some uh, nectar plants out there, and uh, full of full of hummingbirds, and every single one of them was a ruby throat. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, you know, as much as we, I look for them over here, and they're just thick as hair in a dog back he over might, there. He might see some of the western ones during the migration. Okay, but. I don't know for sure. <laughs> we do, but uh, they they may not uh, go that far anyway. north before they get <laughs> south. So, uh, is, is uh, hummingbird bird feeders on your possible gift list for Christmas? Is, always, is a gift? Yeah. always, yeah. It's a good. Uh, What's the one you like from Poteet? That's uh, best, best best one. Yeah, it's okay. called the best. Yeah, they're it's a good uh, feeder, easy to take care of. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, anything that's manufactured and poteed is desirable <laughs> to support. Yeah. But, uh, but it is, it's easy to keep it clean and uh, fill it up. They used to give us uh, give us some prize money uh, yeah, they when we sh- would sure judge, judge the strawberry thing. Oh, that was nice. Oh, well, and they also gave, uh, oh, like the oh, yeah. bird programs they that were, we gave. They were very... Uh, very uh, beneficial. Uh, I got the I got the name wrong. I used to call them Best Day One. I used had all kinds of strange names for them for <laughs> fifteen years, and they kept correcting me and <laughs> just tolerating the as I went. Through. Yeah, they're neat guys, people down there. Uh, yeah, speaking of strawberries, mm-hmm. we got some strawberry plants here. Nice, beautiful, yeah, plant, strawberry plants. Uh, and I can see them from here. They're a, a second bench from us. And I think the third. And the third? Uh, yeah, that's right. I see them now, there too. But uh, the, uh, the the strawberry, they're Chandler, uh, an old older variety, but uh, a very reliable variety of strawberries. I think they, of course, they... I think they've shifted at Poteet, I'm talking about. They've uh, shifted from Chandler to uh, a lot of the newer varieties. But for years, I mean, that Chandler would win the strawberry oh. judging contest because it, it uh, you know, they have to harvest the strawberries that they want to enter into the show. Um Maybe a day or two before, or either get up and get them early in the morning. When is the show? Is it f- April? April, around the first part of April. Okay, so that's a, a long wait. Now I'm wondering. Um, well, yeah, that's. Uh, they're, they're you know, all... we talk about removing blooms and runners, <laughs> the old way, old-fashioned way. Uh, but these are so late. I don't think. Well, 
uh, like Trey said, nobody's gonna be removing those blooms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, and rudder. The neat thing about these strawberries at this time, we won't have to worry about them freezing. They don't freeze. Now, if they got fruit on them, sometimes the fruit will freeze. The blooms will freeze. But uh, you can always tell after a hard freeze if the fruit has been frozen to the point that it killed it, uh, the center will be uh, will be black. Oh, okay. The very center. It can still have the white petals around it, but the uh, center will be black, and that's so the heart if you're, of, if you're heart content of the with pretty blooms and no strawberries. Right. Well. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and you know they they get they've got uh, they've developed these ornamental strawberries, which don't have berry, huh. don't have fruit, but bloom a lot. Now they're pretty little. Well, things. one of our gardener friends that the, the, the people that uh, used to grow the uh, East Texas plants, acid-loving plants. Do you remember them? Uh, uh, they, they passmore. They, uh, oh, passmore. Passmore. No, not not oh. the passmore, but they. They used to go once a year and pay, and get oh the, yeah, get the needles. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They used to make a real uh, gr- uh, project out of expanding that roll of ornamental strawberries. Yeah, <laughs> and it kept bigger, bigger, bigger. And they had uh, they had tulips too, didn't they? Yes, Ooh. tulips. Pretty. Yeah. yeah, they were pretty. real challenges. <laughs> I don't think we're doing the tulip. I wish we were. I like the. Uh, but it's uh, yeah, where you would get the pre-chilled. And yeah, yeah. That was fun. I grew the tulips in a little container. And, and uh, <laughs> you remember the first time Charles got a ordered a man. He knew I was going to be ugly about the tulips <laughs> <laughs> because uh, they don't do well here. They <laughs> even if they live and put out some buds and whatever. Yeah. We have hot weather like this. Well, they blow up. Uh, and about the time that they're blooming, the weather's beginning to yeah, turn. So, yeah. yeah, they're not happy. But they were pretty. I mean, the ones well, that I came up with. It was always a debate that what would eat them first. <laughs> the, the, the deer with the tops, but you had to protect the bulbs oh, yeah. from the squirrels. Oh, gee. Squirrels <laughs> love them. Hey, we need to take a break. So while we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We have more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 a.m. This is The Answer. Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867. Tell us what's going on in your gardening world. Want to know from Marty if he uh, got to hear the pecan oil interview. If he didn't, I'll tell him where he can find it. Uh, Don't forget, if you uh, want to keep a clean house for those uh, guests that you're going to have over for the holidays, you need to call... Spider-Man, Warren Remy, Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. Since 1976, they have been your web of protection. And what I like to bring up is they're your web of protection, whether you're commercial, a business, or residential. Now, I bring that up because of this. 
the way I met Spider-Man was he was with another business that had some uh, problems with bats. <laughs> and they called another pest control company. They uh, got rid of him for a short term. They got and tennis rackets and, and yeah, badminton rats. And those bats came back. <laughs> and this was a matter of keeping her doors open. The health inspectors don't oh, like bats. Oh, yeah. And so uh, they, she called two other, and then she called Warren. She got hold of Spider-Man, and he fixed the problem, found out, analyzed it, and uh, found out where they were coming from, and fixed it and she never called anybody else again except for spider-man <laughs> termite and pest control so for you it's it's actually actually kind of for some reason to in some ways a very very important for your health not to have little critters and you certainly don't want bats but roaches ants scorpions fleas i'm seeing people complaining about fleas on the internet we'll have to see w- with uh, warren if the fleas are coming back <laughs> 210 210- 656-3721 or online at GoSpiderManPest.com. Bill is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi, Bill. What's going on? Well, Merry Christmas to all y'all. Merry Christmas and, to uh, you, Bill. Thank you. And uh, I have some a question about figs. I live uh, in, uh, in black soil. Okay. Near central San Antonio. Okay. And I have a uh, fig tree for 30 years or so here, and uh, it produces figs, but they never mature. Who knows? Anyway, the freeze got the fig tree, and it's now time, even though time is sort of running out, to put another one in. And I'm wondering, it gets uh, not direct west sunlight, but... Uh, filtered wet sunlight and uh, it gets good care do you have a suggestion obviously a flash growing one would be nice <laughs> tell me uh, 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 when when does the when the thing has uh, figs You'd, uh, you said it didn't have produced figs oh yes it, it, it's always produced figs oh, uh, but okay. they never okay. get they, they stay green, they stay small, and they then fall off. Okay. Uh, do, you, do you, of course, you don't remember what kind it was. What, no, what? I think Manuel Flores suggested it uh, 30 years ago or so uh, when oh. he was on the air. And, yeah. uh, uh, you know, it was probably the, you know, the easy one. I forget. It, it's not the brown one. Uh, it's, okay. It's brown the turkey. other yeah, it's not that. It's a kind of a standard fig. I grew up with figs here in San Antonio. Oh, and yeah. And our fig tree was on the east uh, side of the of the shop, but uh, it got enough sun, it, it produced magically. When did it quit producing? How many years ago? Oh, it never. It, it, uh, it produced up to the freeze a couple of years ago. Um, so the freeze was the tipping point. Sounds like. Well, yes, it just froze down. And it, 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 the, the, yeah. the shade, when did the shade get to, you know, oh. did you cross the line with the shade? Well, I thought of that shade stuff, and and <clears throat> I used that as my excuse also. But uh, it uh, it was out in full sun for the first five years before shade 
sort of took over. Okay. Uh, well, interesting we mentioned that. Uh, Mr. Fanick, uh, the old, older man, Eddie, uh, said he preferred, now I don't know whether he was saying this because he had a lot of shade, but uh, that he preferred, preferred to grow his figs in the shade. I don't know why he said that, but uh, I've seen him in shade, and I've must seen not him like in, figs. <laughs> oh yeah, he had the giant blue. Uh, I think they still sell that. But uh, anyway, uh, on your on your fig, do you remember what the leaf looks like? Is it is it rounded? Completely rounded. Yes, they were the rounded. Yes, they were the rounded as opposed to the more jagged, yes. Yeah, okay. Well, there used to be a (laughs) fig sold in in this area. It was sold uh, uh, as as brown turkey, which is a very common common fig, and and one of the best if you can get the true brown turkey. But uh, I would recommend that you try to find a a brown turkey. Now, the way you'll know (laughs) it's a brown turkey is the leaf is deeply uh, cut. And they call it brown turkey because the the leaf looks like a a turkey foot. Oh, okay. (laughs) Now... uh, it, it it has been sold with this rounded leaf fig, which uh, has a tendency not to produce fruit, but ha- was grown by the original uh, people that uh, came up with brown turkey. You can use, uh, if you can find a brown turkey, or if you can find uh, Celeste, C-E-L-E-S-T, E, <laughs> I guess, but uh, the, those are two good figs uh, for this area. Because unfortunately, you can't find the one that uh, that we put on the market for a while. Called we called it. Uh, uh, it was yellow, little yellow fig, but uh, it was very productive, and. Uh, but I, I think if you stick with Celeste and brown turkey, let me see what we sell. Get out my handy-dandy. Uh, While he's doing that, Bill, what, what did you do with your figs besides just eat them off the tree? Did you make things with no, them? No, they never, they never matured over this uh, less than a golf ball size yeah. or maybe oh, even wow. less than that, and they stayed green and just fell off. No, I meant before. Did you the, ever water them? Water the fig tree? Yeah. Oh yes, I'm a I'm a I'm a very experienced gardener. Okay. Okay. Because yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, figs in, in some situations are pretty notorious for requiring water. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's well drained, uh, black soil, uh, fertilizer from whatever. <laughs> the Hannes or whatever is out there, and no, I, I really took care of this sick, and uh, then uh, some bamboo, forty-foot bamboo, shaded oh, it pretty wow. heavily, 
and uh, that who, bamboo who uh, planted who got planted killed. bamboo who planted it we call it uh, of the 2700 varieties of bamboo in the world half of them are not spreading they're clumping and and uh, this was a clumping bamboo never in 30 years never got over about 12 feet in diameter so oh, you good. know there's good and bad bamboos no, <laughs> it's a good bamboo, man. Okay, well, you yeah. you want some of that for Christmas? I still have bamboo trauma from, <laughs> from the spreading kind. <laughs> okay, well, it, 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 it can be it can be terrible, and uh, but anyway, yes, all plants sure. have their uh, positives. <laughs> well, I'm positive that you shouldn't <laughs> plant that golden bamboo Let, in let's, let's, San Antonio. Let's focus on, what, on what Bill's fish. What kind do we have? <laughs> We've got uh, Black Mission, hmm. which is an old fig. We got that blue. Sounds like what I had. I think. Uh, yeah, I was thinking that. I've heard that. We've talked about that before. And we have Blue Giant. I wonder if that's not Mister Fanny. And we have Brown Turkey, A.K.A. Texas Everbearing. That's what. If it's a true brown turkey, it's a good one. Celeste, uh, the one I t- was talking about, also known as a uh, uh, little sugar fig. Yeah. And um, LSU purple, which is a great big fig. From, guess where it's from, Nathan? I'm guessing Louisiana. Uh, there you go. So uh, any of those. Where do you feel that those that any of these plants might be? Would you go back to Phoenix? I go there once in a while. Yeah, uh, well, well, it's not the same panics like in the old days, but so uh, well. I beg uh, your pardon. Shame on you. No, these are ones we have here. <laughs> yeah, these are. I'm looking yeah, at no our burgers. our list, and I imagine they'll oh, come yes, in. Oh yes, but do you have them in stock there? Well, we we'll, will we'll in check. January. Yeah, and uh, yeah, January. Okay, you can plant them then. But yeah. uh, that, that's a good selection <clears throat> there. And and uh, Fanix will have them too. Yeah. You. Um, what you can do, too, is to make sure um, is you can call them and just kind of put them on that wish list for yourself. And then when they come in, they call you. And yes, no I've done that. And they're very, oh. they're very uh, responsible there. Yeah. No. So that are. might be a, So you think you're thinking of the, uh, what was it called? Black Forest? What was it? No, black no. something. Uh, well, black got, Mission. Black Mission. He doesn't mm-hmm. want that. Well, the black, he doesn't yeah, want the that. The Black Mission, oh, oh. yeah. Oh, I'm you sorry. Want Celeste or oh, Celeste or brown, brown turkey. turkey. Brown oh turkey. gosh, yeah. We we talk when they, when they come in. We have those. Yeah, those are plenty. Yeah, a brown a brown turkey is one of the few figs. Uh, uh, the lemon fig. That's the one we used to uh, try to promote. Uh, but anyway, the brown turkey and the lemon fig are the only two figs that I know of that can freeze to the ground. And produce a crop the following that that same year. Now I do have figs that are in so much shade that they don't produce anymore. Okay. So make sure uh, that, uh, you know, in terms of your gardening, look look and see what other things are growing in that area that generally require sun, and make sure they're getting enough sun too. Because um, despite the the fact that they their figs are amazing. Uh, <laughs> at some point, they require, and it depends on the selection too. Yeah, they, uh, they require enough light. Yeah, I've got the same. I've got the brown turkey on one side of the yard, just 
producing tremendously on the other side it nothing anymore and they're they're dependent on uh rain uh to set the, to get the fruit on the, that thing on the plant when we all days then they, we used to talk they, about 12 inches of mulch. Yeah. <laughs> and they they also depend on lack of rain when the fruit is ripening otherwise the fruit will rot oh okay and also, they depend on <laughs> a bird control. Oh yeah, the birds. Bird, oh, that, amen. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's. Uh, but of course, that's that's the kind of problems you love to have. You just no, have to get up early enough in the morning to beat the birds out there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. Beat the birds up. This has been helpful, and Good, I just uh, hope that uh, uh, you know I. We'll live long enough to see this, and um, thank you very much for your kind thoughts. And and uh, there, there's uh, goods on all plants, and uh, clumping bamboo I think has a place in certain environments. So I'll leave yeah, it at that. It's yeah, forty it's, feet it's, tall. It's in uh, that place. That's that's kind of like our uh, prairie buffalo grass. People would say, "Yeah, that that has a place." Prairie buffalo oh. grass has a place, and I said, "Yeah, five hundred miles west of San Antonio." Ah. the um, how you said your bamboo was forty feet tall. Yeah, that's a timber bamboo. Yeah, that's that's how how tall is our Montezuma cypress? <laughs> well, it gets it gets big. That the, they grow it and use it for wood. Forty feet. You think that's forty feet? Man, that's huge. <laughs> All right, thanks, Bill. Well, thanks all very much. If you you don't mind, keep us informed. Will you call us and tell us what happens? Uh, If I live long enough, I should. All right. Well, you just just (laughs) sound pretty good. Yeah, you you sound fine. (laughs) Our prognosis is Well, let me just tell you, I came to San Antonio the year they opened Phoenix. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Phoenix? Wow. <laughs> yeah, I knew old here. man Phoenix so when I was a child. But, uh, he opened that out <laughs> They there had in wigwam, wigwams back there, didn't they? <laughs> did he? Did he well, Phoenix? it was out in the country. <laughs> yeah. Did he give you a ride on the on his little scooter? No, yeah. he... I miss the scooter somehow. But uh, those are the days when they had wonderful growing spaces out there where he yeah. experimented and and did things that now oh. have you know everybody just buys and sells if you know what I mean. Yeah, and, and, uh, well, and also he filled up his whole nursery with uh, pecan trees. Hmm. You remember, That's, uh, they're still there. Play, yeah, they're still there. Bill, I got I got to run yeah. to a break. Okay, we'll talk to Take you soon. Care. Thanks, man. Yes. Stay healthy, Bill. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We're going to take a break. Come back. We're right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867. 
210-308-8867 and toll free 866-308-8867. Well, if you're giving or getting the gift of a new tree or you just want to make sure that tree you got this fall is healthy and happy, make sure you come over here to Millburgers and get yourself a tree hugger sprinkler. Oh, okay. A tree hugger sprinkler will help you make sure, as Jerry was pointing out earlier, you got to keep that a root ball moist and... Um, Keep, keep your balls uh, root, moist root. and dry. I mean, no, moist, no, you're mixing it up. Moist and clean. Hang, hang on, no, you're now you're thinking of Christmas trees. Stop it. All right. So the tree hugger sprinkler is an, a cool device, hard plastic with a hinge on it. Yeah. I haven't opened it yet. Oh, okay. So you open it up, and then you hug or close it around the tree. Ooh. Yeah, it sounds different. You'll notice it. Well, suppose you can't close it around the tree. Suppose the trunk is too big. Uh, you have had success. <laughs> uh, just we got pictures of it. Yeah. Um, it just, you, t- you turn it up just a little bit, and it efficiently waters that uh, root ball. That trunk, yeah. And uh, uh, without really almost any waste at all. Yeah. Uh, and uh, allows for that saturation. You can turn it up higher and uh, water further from the root ball, too. I was using it actually for... Uh, and working real well for uh, grass, for some sod that we put down. Yeah. So and that worked out well, too. So uh, tree hugger sprinklers are here at Mill Burgers and HEB. They come in three sizes, 7, 11, and 15-inch. And you can check them out online at treehuggersprinklers.com. When did they come on the market? Was it I think early in since, I think this it, year? I think it was 2021. Okay. Yeah, they just that, kind of they, they put it on... <laughs> they put on. They got it on the market just in time to yeah deal with the drought. Yeah, and like I say, you add a timer to that thing. You got to you're, I, co- I you're have, cooking with gas at that point. <laughs> I have not adjusted the water, the pressure water uh, uh, from the faucet uh, for six months. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. I, I set it on the, when I took those pictures. That are on plantanswers.com. Uh, I, I haven't changed it at all. Very cool. I, I, I always t- turn it on, my timer, get my timer, turn it on, and uh, go out and check, make sure the pressure is still right. And the, the pressure has helped you know, for, for a long time. Yeah, all right. Uh, as has the strouth. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, nothing has changed. It's got. It's. I know. I noticed they they did the new uh, drought monitor. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's it's receded a little from. Uh, oh, that's uh, good. Eastern bear cow. Okay. You no know, western, western bear cow. No. Oh. But uh, we're still. That's in, where the Rufus, uh, the uh, ruby-throated yeah. hummingbirds are. We're not in. We're not in the black, dark red, oh. anymore. But certain areas of uh, Bear County are. Mm. But uh, the rest of the state has gotten out of the drought. We're still. It's a target on us. We're still. But we can beat it. Yeah. If we if we water correctly. All right. Okay. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. What else is going on? I remember, you remember that uh, pansies are on sale, and they're, I, I think they're the 
prettiest things in the nursery right now. What is it? Pansies and oh. the violas. Uh, we could have a two-hour debate on what is the prettiest thing in the nursery. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, but, but, I, yeah. Cyclamens might get a few votes. Oh, and uh, also <laughs> primulas. Uh, uh, some of us. Oh gosh, and every less fortunate people. The good news. The good news. Is that all of them are beautiful. <laughs> but uh, if you're going to get cyclamen, this is the place to do it. They are in four and a half inch pots, regularly six ninety nine. Sale for five for thirty dollars. See, I can do that one. And uh, you know, we've in past years they've had trouble getting the red and the white enough to last the season. We've got a really good supply of red and white yeah. here, and uh, pink. Uh, pink is uh, in yeah. good shape too. Plus the primula, if you've uh, there, the primula is a little sturdier on the in containers. If you've got squirrel issues mm. or cat <laughs> issues going through the and uh, the primula collection there is for, it's really excellent. Lots of different colors and uh, good-looking plants, and of course, cyclamen and primula. They bloom when you plant them. They bloom until yeah. If the weather cooperates till May, we yeah. haven't had any cold that would. Uh, threaten them but I, I saw calvin's already talking about get your cold protection uh getting ready. ready no and i was inside inside the nursery while ago oh yesterday and uh they've got a lot of that uh insulate net, yeah insulate uh-huh. insulate thank you Kevin. uh <laughs> but anyway uh i didn't mention snap brackets uh we've got uh the snapdragons planted in several locations to see if the uh, uh, deer will bother. And uh, so, but we're still, we after we planted the snapdragon, uh, we, as, as we do with all plants that we want to test against for the, for the year, deer, uh, we put a... Uh, uh, Something that will repel deer, the smell. Liquid fan, solar. Yeah. Uh, I must guard. There you go. Is that it? That's it. <laughs> you got several choices. Of yeah. <clears throat> and and it worked. It worked real good. I mean, it's worked for a, almost a month. They will not. The deer will not touch them. Not not touch what you sprayed them with. But there's a problem. There's another problem, which, which will touch them. Javelina hogs. Oh, what? really? Yes, sir. I don't. They have. I don't have those in my neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> well, they got lots of them on this ranch where I'm, oh. I'm trying to testing these things. <laughs> and the sad thing about it is the the owner doesn't want them killed. I don't know. So, uh, so we, he's choosing those those hogs over uh, snapdragons. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that. But uh, true, he, they're, they're, they're not poor, poor situation for horticulture. <laughs> <laughs> the Amos Garden is not repelling the javelinas. So we need to find out what repels javelinas. Uh, too. I don't think anything oh. does. There is some products. No, oh. 
but I don't know. For if hogs? I don't know if they have them here. <laughs> yeah, they've got uh, uh, products in there that are, uh, repel all sorts of things: uh, cats, dogs, um, uh, mother, mother-in-laws. Squirrels. Really? Yeah, they got that mother-in-law deal in there. <laughs> they got that back? Yeah, probably keep your mother-in-law yeah. in Alabama. Probably. I want my mother-in-law to come uh. visit us. <laughs> Ooh, javelina. There's a bunch of things that come up for javelina oh, yeah. repellent spray. Is there? There's coyote urine granules. Oh, jeez. I, I can't use that because I think of them <laughs> collecting it. And it's in get collecting granules, too. That's difficult. Oh, that hurts. Yeah. <laughs> I bet that stinks. You either dry it down or something? I don't know. I just read uh, the ad. I, <laughs> I don't know how they get it. Uh, do they have bobcat stuff in there? Uh, I can check. Uh, oh, you just looked up Havelina? Yeah. Okay. But anyway, uh, so that's not, but I, we want people to try snapdragons uh, if you have deer. And uh, that's about, uh, about probably the best thing to, to use if you got deer and, and you want color, flowers in, in the wintertime. Because you can't put ornamental cabbage or kale out there. They'll eat that sucker in a, yeah, overnight. In a minute. And uh, <clears throat> you definitely don't want to put uh, your uh, cyclamens out there. Because mm. I mean, the javelinas will dig those up and uh, root those out as well as uh, eat them. And yeah. also, also, if you're going to plant some of these beautiful blue bonnet transplants, uh, they don't eat blue bonnets, do they? Uh, well, I w- I'm talking deer now. I don't yeah. know. Javelinas probably root up everything. But uh, if you're going to plant these nice new blue bonnets and expect to get some uh, uh, bloom in spring, in March, April probably, with these. But uh, we recommend a... Uh, some type of uh, 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 repellent on 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 those plants too, because in Forest Appleton's yard over the years, he said some years that they'll they'll uh, eat them, they will eat them. Some years they won't touch them. Hmm. Now, according to GreenHomePest.com, if you're unable to remove plants that javelinas like to eat, some residents have found success using coffee grounds, garlic water, or red pepper flakes around the plant. Oh, hell no. So if you've got a javelina, or if we have any (laughs) javelinas listening to the show who can call in. None of that works. Okay. We want to know if you've had those. You think a a Texican uh, javelina will... Oh. Be shied away from uh, hot pepper. I don't know. I don't think so. They may they may bring their own fritos or <laughs> Cheetos. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Toll free eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We we have no javelinas on the line right now, <laughs> so uh, it's your yeah. turn to call. The sad, sad thing got, about, about, got about a minute before we got to get to the news. The sad thing about javelinas is uh, they're not really good to eat. Oh. Not like the uh, 
uh, the feral hogs. The feral hogs. Oh, okay. Well, you, uh, that feral hog, uh, I know Henry Versus, they used to shoot them off with a, a lease out there, lease on there. And uh, he gave me a ham one time and, uh, off of a feral hog. And it was huh. just as good as you'd get in a grocery. Wow. Do you still have your your ham thing on Plant Answers? Or are they still making hams at the... Uh, oh, yeah. You had that link to that. Yeah. That's Christmas. For Christmas, yeah. yeah. All right, we're going to take a break and come back. Call us at 210-308-8867. If you're a javelina calling, you'll get right through. We'll put you on first, <laughs> bump you right up. Back in a moment on the answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome, welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. We're live at Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road. Where our 40-foot trees are not bamboo, they are uh, Montezuma cypress. I mean, that is huge. Yeah. That, 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 you, could, you could see that, if that were at our place, you could see that coming up Hildebrand. I no. mean, it just, <laughs> but yeah. anyway, 210-308-8867. I, re- I replaced my um, uh, tree that died in my backyard with a Montezuma cypress from uh, uh, Lynn Lowry that brought it to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I just thought it might do well out there. It grew the fastest growing tree I've ever planted of Montezuma cypress. I mean, you could stand there and watch that thing grow. It was amazing. And just like that. Yeah, this one, I really do like this one. It's just, very pretty. Yeah. And uh, we're starting to get fall color. I yeah, mean, the I fall know color is beautiful now on that. If you like brown, it's a reddish brown. Quit it. It's there. You know, there's, there's different shades of brown. Oh, okay. There, there's like dead brown, which is just kind. Of, but that's kind of a reddish brown. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Greg would be proud of you. There's like that. That deer in front of us is not is brown, but that's like a red brown. Oh, it's like a golden brown. Okay. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm, but if you drive around the neighborhoods, I'm starting to see some of the trees uh, still. Uh, Maybe if everybody went to this tree management workshop, oh, they go. could discern between red brown and, <laughs> and regular brown. No, I doubt it. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to bring my. If people I, have. I got if people to bring have, my shot. Oh, jeez. That's going to be noisier. I think I'll use buckshot. That's going to be noisier than the motorcycle. <laughs> the, um, For a little while. <laughs> if, you have, if you have the uh, Montezuma Cypress, you know what I'm talking about with the red brown and the brown brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so so uh, can I change the subject? Sure, yeah. if you'd like to. Yeah. Tree management workshop that's uh, entitled Oak Wilt and there you More. Go. I'll fix this for you. And you it's uh, January 19th at eight, between 8 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. It's an all-day program on, the, on that Thursday at the uh, Botanical Garden Betty Kelso Center. So 8, 8 to 4.30 on January 19th. And the uh, all all of the uh, botanical uh, arborists and the botanical experts are are included on the agenda. All those from the Texas Forest Service, 
Uh, David Rodriguez is organizing it from the extension program. Uh, A lot of our favorite, Dave Apple, who's a research scientist in Oakville, is there Molly Cack, who we've talked Mm -hmm. to several times on on insects. She's part of the agenda. But uh, check that out. Go go to, uh, it's co-sponsored by Bartlett Tree Experts and also by the San Antonio Botanical Garden and the Arborists Association. So good experts, lots of good information. Um, lunch, lunch is served. And uh, the program, is, so the morning is about uh, oak wilt, but the uh, rest of the pro- program includes uh, common pests and trees and keeping trees healthy. A lot of the topics we just, we've talked yeah. about the last couple of days. So if you want any more information... Uh, go to the Extension Service, David Rodriguez Extension Horticultures, Texas A&M, and AgriLife Extension to get more information. And, you know, I should have, and that's, uh, okay, so the Bear County AgriLife Extension yeah. to, to get more information? Okay. But, or any of the sponsors probably have it. Oh, maybe so. Botanical, uh, botanical Garden. Gardens. Probably does, yeah. Yeah, Bartlett Tree. I wish I could remember, too, yeah, um, where... Uh, Sorry. Oh, uh, Dr. Stein's thing was. Was it at A&M? Yeah, it's a pecan deal. Yeah. Yeah, it's at A&M every... Every January? January. January. So same as... Uh, and uh, they, they they dust off uh, George Ray McKitchen, who was <laughs> the, uh, one of the original pecan specialists. And uh, is, is a very colorful sp- speaker. And uh, so he's he's retired now, I think. But uh, he's a good friend with Larry, mm-hmm. and they uh, I think they put him pull pull him out of the mothballs every every <sighs> January, and let him give his presentation. And I'll bet if you go to the uh, Forest Service or think so? to the D- David's website, uh, AgriLife Extension, I'll bet they'll. Have that event? Uh, oh yeah, scheduled too. Probably so. If you're yeah. more, if you're more interested in a concentration on pecan information, it's amazing how they they've had that forever, as long as I can remember. But uh, uh, every year, it's a sellout crowd. Huh. I mean, they have a lot of people that are still interested in in pecans and pecan planting. And pecans. Well, that surprised me too when we interviewed uh, Larry. And uh, I asked him, I was suspecting that the uh, there were a lot less people decreased, yeah, yeah, planting and taking care of pecans. But he said, "No, that's not true." Yeah, they're con- uh, continuing to the acreage mm-hmm. of pecans is continuing to grow. Yeah, I thought I, it was interesting too about the native pecans and the seedlings. And oh yeah, I mean there are beautiful pecans over there by. San Pedro Springs. Yeah, along yeah. Medina, Medina. Yeah, Medina. Right. He's he's Medina, right? Yeah. Yeah, so where there's water, there seem to be pecans. The cool <laughs> thing was we used to live in Alta Vista, and again, so it made me wonder, this looked like on purpose, and those homes were built in the early 1900s, that you could look at your pecan tree, and then if you look down the street, you could see every, another pecan tree almost... One after another, yeah. almost in, in a straight line. I mean, very close to that. It's like, hmm, that seems interesting. That yeah. That did they have small 
pecans on them? Uh, or do you ever? They had medium size. Okay. They weren't as big as, as, as some I've seen, but they had medium size. And like I said, I was very fond of this. They made a, a nice loud noise when they hit the roof. <laughs> and y'all scared me that that big old pecan limb was going to fall on the house. <laughs> yeah, they 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 lose some limbs every now and then. Yeah, I know. I didn't want this. Uh, this has been a strange year because my neighborhood has, a, has the same rows that Milton was talking about. Oh, is that about right? On pecans. But there's been less pecan branches dropped huh. than, all, than cedar elms and oaks. Yeah. And, this has just been the, that drought Jerry's talking about. Yeah. This has been has affected all different species in a different way. The pecans, for some reason, I guess because they've dropped a certain amount of branches every mm-hmm. year, uh, haven't been as affected as much uh, by some of the other tree species where the drought has really affected them. And they probably hadn't, hadn't got a heavy nut crop on them. Oh, That's yeah. true. That's probably true, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that was cool. We got the big nut crop that one year. That thing went from being like <laughs> eight feet above the house to like just two feet hanging yeah. down with those pecans. <laughs> Did so. My theory with that was that like maybe when they developed the neighborhood, they planted pecan trees or something. But um, I don't know if you have any theories. Well, there were there was a lot of pecans uh, planted. A lot of orchards planted yeah and then made uh they made uh, subdivisions okay that might have been it too so these were the pecans for the okay but uh again like as larry so adequately pointed out he did uh it's quite adequate yeah he's, he's adequate <laughs> i didn't say he was you know above average. oh okay yes. you don't want to, want to have to go to larry's head oh, okay yeah you got to keep him humble <laughs> but uh you, you keep that because I'll lose it. <laughs> but uh, anyway, the uh, yeah is is that the new orchards going in are taking into account uh, the planting area. Uh, while uh, a few years ago they were planting on undesirable soils. In other words, mm. that they couldn't keep the plants watered. Oh. And they they've done studies on how how many gallons of pecan uses every day a large pecan tree. Yeah, I bet and it's a lot. An astronomical amount. I'm guessing since San Pedro Springs were yeah. not very far from our house, absolutely that there were probably underground springs well, at that big old taproot. And in fact, uh, one one of George Ray's. Uh, the kitchen's uh, favorite slide is one he took off on, on the uh, over the Seguin no, over the Pape Orchard, Hugo Pape Orchard, and it shows the tap uh, a large mature uh, pecan tree on the banks of the Guadalupe River. Okay, and it's washed away all the subsoil. And all you see is a taproot 20 feet long wow. down into the ground. At Shoreline? River. Yeah. yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's one of George's favorites. Started taking right across the club. Uh, well, and it's amazing because we, we would plant them uh, when people say, well, I don't have that much soil. Yeah. So we just cut the, cut the re- whatever root was yeah, left off of yeah. there and plant 
They seem to live. <laughs> I don't know that they produce good, but they, no. they, they lived well. <laughs> they reestablished that yeah. route. That's but, one of those two, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, K- Calvin's article in yesterday's paper was mm-hmm. all about uh, Christmas gifts. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, mainly uh, books and uh, material like that. Yeah. Uh, I saw I, Paul's book on Amazon. Is that right? Yeah, Texas Trees, a friendly guide. I think it was like before shipping, it was three ninety nine. Yeah, so that's that's kind of cool. <laughs> Wait, Paul's book. Did it did it have pictures included? Uh, I think yeah. <laughs> you're still uh, maybe not giving one him. picture. <laughs> Paul's passed away. And you're still giving him grief about those pictures. <laughs> that will follow him to the grave. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, a lot of the. Uh, Books, several of the books that uh, Calvin recommended in his his column are hard to find, but they are available on the Texas Gardener Magazine dot com. I guess it is. But you to look for it. They've got a they've got a book. They've got a section, like Calvin said yesterday, almost a library. Of those books, like yeah. they got yeah, doctors. my favorite five or six, but also yeah. another fifty years. Oh so. yeah, they got a uh, lot of several books by Adams, Bill, uh, and then uh, they got Cat and Calvin, Calvin, uh, not uh, yeah, uh, uh, my buddy uh, Neil Sperry, Greg. You have too many buddies. I think, they, all, I think they have Greg's on there too. I'm sure they do. He doesn't. He doesn't have a lot of buddies that are still alive. Sam, yeah, I was going to say, oh, yeah, yeah. The Sam Sam Cotner. He's passed. Now Trace is with us, by the way. Oh, there's Trace. Good. Did you have a question for Trace? You were. You were. Yeah. Uh, oh, I was, oh. Yeah. <laughs> they should. Uh, well, it's better hey. you than us. What, what, do you know off the top of your head what figs we have? We had a fig question. The only one I can recall was Celeste. I'm sure there's okay. like at least one or two I've other read varieties. them all out. No, no, no. I meant, but he remember the guy there's said, do you have them in stock? In, in, oh. my, in my mind, there is no other fig other than Celeste. Okay. Oh, it is the best there fig. you go, Bill. <laughs> we, he recommends them, and we got them. What about brown turkey? Have you you sold brown have turkey you, long as you sold Celeste. Sure, but I've tasted Celeste. Oh, Oh, it's good. And it is the (laughs) best tasting fig there is. Yeah, it's good. I think it's an A&M fig. Could be. I think it's a Texas A&M fig developed by Dr. Story, Ben Story. I like all fig. Has he passed? (laughs) Yeah, I think he has. (laughs) Trace is picking up on the patterns here. (laughs) Good going, Ben. Anyway, I was going to mention... the the uh, ten inch graphite and white garden terracotta pots. Oh, I saw someone buy two of the. Oh, not those, but the big <laughs> ones. Two of them yesterday when I was uh, heading toward the car. They How were, did they they come over in a truck? I don't know yeah, what I he think had. They actually. have to they, be in a truck. We put sixteen in the back of a suburban. The little ones or the no, big the, one. the medium one. The okay. twenty four and a half. I was thinking, gosh, wow. really? Of those big ones. How, how did you talk? You must have stacked them. They stuck one in, and then they nested the other. It was all laying down. They nest, nested one into it, nested one into it. Wow. Sideways? Eight times, yes. Yeah, that's better. 
But okay, the, sorry. Go ahead. The ten-inch pot, regularly twelve ninety-nine, on sale for two eighty-eight. Can't beat that. Or four yeah. for ten dollars. Those Something are like the small ones. How much are those? Yeah, those are regular. Inch. Is that twelve-inch? Eight. That well, the one he's saying is a ten-inch. Ten-inch. Okay. Yeah, ten-inch. The 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 twenty-four and a half inch, which there are still a few left. That's still a good. That's a great deal too. They are. They were two hundred and four dollars, I believe, was the regular price, and we have them seventy-five percent off. Real so, quick, that's like fifty-one bucks. Yeah, that's, yeah, that, well, nice yeah. job. I've done this before. Yeah, this is not your first. Uh, uh, yeah, I got. I got to be prepared for Jerry. No. Yeah, <laughs> Look, Jerry's then, uh, doing the math right there. It's then, taking him a then, while. Then the really big one. They're regular four hundred, and they're seventy-five percent off. Okay, which so makes that's them about a hundred. All right, at hundred. Okay. All right. Yeah, I was walking uh, now, now out. those, it takes almost a whole truck for one of yeah. those. Yeah. Maybe, maybe one would fit in the Suburban. But, uh, yeah, they were <laughs> they were having somebody help them. Uh, one of the uh, the employees was getting one of the other employees to help <laughs> the guy. She said, they get two over there. He's got two. Like, ah, wow, good for him. <laughs> um, takes a special kind of place to get that that pot. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it'd be cool for a lot of different things. Yeah. And it's a great price. I mean, you I'm, you I'm, can brag on that price I'm, for years. <laughs> I'm thinking of, my, uh, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of ho- uh, homebound people or home care for people. Uh, I, I, I used to tell, them, to tell people to go ahead and put them up a bird bird feeder so they could look at it out the window uh and maybe maybe it may may not be uh practical to put a garden out there but you can get one of these big pots uh, regularly four hundred dollars regularly a hundred i mean now a hundred dollars and uh approximately yeah well it's it's not an even hundred It'll, it'll be off a penny Oh, okay. Okay. I bet it's going to ring it up at ninety nine ninety nine. Oh man. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, they make these pots and uh, that big one, and I bet it'll last for quite a long time. And you could put it out on a patio or uh, just outside and grow herbs and. Uh, all sorts of things in it. We had a young lady yesterday buy some of the 24-inch pots, and, and with the savings, mm-hmm. she paid us to deliver them. Oh, that was smart. So she saved, even she saved money and basically got the delivery. Yeah, for free. Yeah. How'd you do that, uh? Well, she bought, she, she, bought, she bought two of the pots. Right. And so she got them for $50, which was really $410 worth of pots. Yeah. So she paid a hundred for four hundred ten dollars worth of pots. So she used the hundred and twenty-five. <laughs> okay, that, I got it. Of what she, she saved, saved to pay for the delivery. Oh, okay, that'll work. You think we can get them in the back of your Volkswagen? No, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'd be. We'll put them on we, top if we work. Oh, there on you it. go. So, so, so. I, you know, you guys went to University of Texas. I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, <sighs> I imagine. Did I ever tell you about the Aggie that wanted uh, us to put a pallet of grass on top of his car? Oh, no. No. No, It's a real thing. No. (laughs) It's a real thing. How'd that work out for him? Uh, We didn't do it. Oh, good Uh, for him. (laughs) Yeah. Will a forklift lift that high? 
Oh, yeah, we could have done it, but, oh. but it would have been like a demolition derby. Uh, <laughs> just, <laughs> uh, how, how much does a pallet of grass weigh? Roughly a ton. Ah. Oh, no. Wow. <laughs> okay. It looked like it had been to one of these uh, wrecking places. That's about the same as a cubic foot of soil, right? Cubic yard of soil. Am I right? I think there's a little more I than that. I think on my pickup truck, I always had to take a half cubic yard rather than a full cubic yard. Oh, can I ask uh, Trace about the, uh, what else you got? Sorry. Well, I was just thinking that uh, if you got one of those great big ones, you'd save $300. And uh, will you deliver one of those great big pots? Sure. There's a For charge. Money. So There's a, a charge. It's one hundred and ten dollars on a twenty mile radius. You bet. Uh, okay, okay, that's good. To, good to know. All right. So Jerry is also looking for javelina repellent. <laughs> Do you have any javelina repellent? Poor Trace is just bowing his head, so we can't see him rolling his eyes. It's called a crossbow. What's that? It's called a crossbow. <laughs> okay. It did say I went to a website that said that coyote urine was used as. Uh, I think you do you still carry the urines? Uh, I don't have any at the moment, but I okay. do have some booked for January. All right, so the urines are coming in. You can get somebody I'm, a gift card, and they can get their own urine. I imagine. <laughs> I imagine they're collecting it now, Milton. Oh, okay. In the winter, it's a lot of pressure on those coyotes. Oh man. Yeah. They have to give them that uh, diuretic and all that stuff. All right. 210. I'm sorry I went there. 210-308-8866. is this your show? Well, yeah. What's what's going on, Trace, besides this? I'm still trying to find a javelina joke. Javelina <laughs> talk, yeah. We don't want to hog all was, the time. I so. was, and I was almost there, too. Uh, were you? Almost. I'm sorry. That's okay. So we still have Christmas trees? We do. And some pretty ones. Yeah, we sure do. Yeah. But it looks like uh, there's fewer here today than there were yesterday, oh, which is great. A lot fewer yes, than yep. yesterday. So we've got the Fraser Furs. We do have Fraser Furs. Uh, Noble. We have Noble. And Nordman. We've got Nordman. Whatever happened to the one, the little. Sold it. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. The guy said, I've never seen one of these before. i got to have it. I said, okay. Oh, okay. And then I had to go through the explanation of why we only had one. Okay. <laughs> Was that the one that had the drooper needles? I saw that thing. Two going out yesterday. Yeah, well, I said, well, oh, okay, oh, they bought it yesterday. I, yeah, I said, what in the hell is that? <laughs> I mean, it looked it was weird. It had hanging down. What kind? What was it called? Uh, um, odd one. It, Trace will tell us in a sec. He's doing something, but yeah, I forget. It's like Golden Boy or. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. And Beth I'm, is on the line at 210-308-8867. What's going on, Beth? Hi. Um, Hi. I am planting out in my front yard. We have two very large um, pots that we, you know, plant stuff in. And go. we uh, are deciding between cyclamen or pansies. But it's rather shady, and I just wanted to know which ones would uh, work better. With our lack of sun, because it you know faces north and then the sun's behind the house and there's big trees and it doesn't get a lot of direct sunlight. Have you had deer? No. Okay. Do you have javelinas? <laughs> did you? No deer, no javelinas. <laughs> when you bought, when you and bought your pansies, people keep did their you dogs look? on leashes. You know. Oh man, yeah. this is a nice neighborhood y'all live in. Yeah. <laughs> did you did you see any primulas when you were uh, 
looking when you picked out your pansies? Because no. they 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 grow the almost the same pattern as pansies, but they're shade lovers, and they've got these very intense colors of blooms and uh, very showy. But they're and what they're, they're shade. Uh, they're, yeah, they're wonderful plants in terms of shade lovers. Okay, and what was the name of them? Uh, Primula is what? What's some? Of the, what do we call Johnny them? Jump Ups? Per, no, per, no, Purslane? No, no, no. no. Um, Primula. No, not Johnny Jump. Primula. Just Primula? <laughs> Primula. I thought it was Primula. Primula. Okay. Okay. Primrose. Primrose. Yeah, yeah. Primrose, Primrose is another name. Okay. They're spectacular. Okay. No, that sounds wonderful. And how did your... That, I, I recognize this voice from a previous call. How did your uh, how'd your sweet potatoes do? Um, they did wonderfully. I, I got some decorative vine, but when I was pulling it up because it froze and... Uh, I actually have two tiny sweet potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Beth's a very good gardener. Oh, good. Yeah, thank you. Uh, also, so, I thought, you, yeah, yeah, I said, how could Milton recognize somebody from <laughs> one phone call? <laughs> uh, also, uh, you Beth say, may be a relative. Yeah. She just might be a sister-in-law. It could oh, be. Okay. Oh, and you one, got... one quick question. I have one more question. Yes, ma'am. Okay. We have an angel trumpet. Actually, we have two angel trumpets. Great. Is it okay to cut back on them in the winter? Uh, to trim them up. Are they are they blooming? They're blooming right now. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Usually they they freeze back, but usually they bloom better at this time of the year. Yeah. Tell, why don't you oh, enjoy yeah, the blooms? Yeah. Oh no, it's been absolutely beautiful. It's just they they because of the the drought they didn't the stems the main you know. They're not yeah. very strong, so they're they're kind of leaning over, and so we're you know well, trying to hold them up. But yeah, that, that's kind of what uh, angel trumpets do. Uh, have yeah. You got, have you got? Is it yellow? Yes, Orange? they're yellow. It's, it's uh, uh, Charles, no, it's a creamy yellow. Yes, Charles Grimaldi is the best one, the bluminous one. It's called oh. Charles Grimaldi, but it had those pretty pink ones and things like that. Yeah. But they they uh. How tall is yours? Oh, uh, right now it's about what three and a half feet. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dorothy uh, Weedy has some that are twelve feet tall. Oh, yeah. No, tall. We just we had just planted them and oh, okay. they froze back in the you know super winter. Yeah. To, you know, <laughs> froze to the ground, and so these are these are growing back. And then we had the drought, so the fact they're still growing is just like miraculous. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, uh, that's okay. It it uh, just let them, let them go ahead and uh, bloom and freeze back or whatever. But uh, then you can cut them to the ground. Okay, okay. That's what I need uh, to know. Thank you. Uh, also, did you say you had some? You got some uh, roots out of that sweet potato? Yes, it was a decorative vine, but I got uh, one that actually became a. This looks like a full-grown sweet potato, but they're. There They're bright go. purple, yeah, uh, and then okay. one that's the size of a beet. <laughs> is it firm? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, it really does look like an actual yeah. sweet potato. Sweet potato. <laughs> you uh, keep that uh, keep that uh, dry and uh, warm uh, this winter, and then plant it back in a larger pot uh, next spring, probably in uh, March or April. 
Okay. Yeah, uh, it should sprout and uh, make you another uh, sweet potato vine. Cool. They 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 breed true. Well, they don't breed at all. Their <laughs> their uh, <laughs> roots, their root system, their roots. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, you just have to keep it away from Milton and don't don't <laughs> really put any sugar and cinnamon on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I won't. I promise. It's okay. going to be hidden yeah. away. Thank you. Thanks, Beth. You're welcome. Thanks Thank y'all. You take care. Bye. Right. Yeah, I, I happen to know Beth. I could tell that. Could you now. tell that? Okay. Yeah. I was amazed though at your memory. I said, I remember yeah. you called in with the. Uh, yeah, she's my sister-in-law. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a quick break. Come back in a moment. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More in a moment on Millburgers. Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Burgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. The number to call to with your gardening questions. What uh, else you got over there? As I was you walking, haven't made fun of Neil Sperry at all. Yeah, I was, I was just getting ready to mention that oh, okay. uh, after reading Calvin's article, must must have been eight or ten times. Looking for the mention of Neil Sperry's new book, the best gardening book ever written for Texas. It's not in Calvin's list. Maybe he just assumed everybody knew. <laughs> you know what happens when you assume something? Else? Yes, don't tell me. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Cherry recommends it, and, yeah. and, uh, okay. and he and uh, Neil, talks about that. Neil uh, recommends it. This, yeah, well, it's his book. Yeah, but you have to, you have to, you have to select it from, uh, and pay for it on Neil's uh, website. Yeah. Website, yeah. And you can get to that website uh, at. Uh, uh, plantanswers.com it's it's actually a kind of an advertisement on plantanswers.com it's up to the right as you open the, sh- the computer screen it says Neil Sperry or you can go ahead and uh, link into Neil's website which is neilsperry.com neilsperry.com and uh order through there they'll give you a telephone number that you can order order over the phone or uh, I guess I guess you could send them a check but it being this close to Christmas you'd be well off to uh, go ahead and order it I think Neil's still signing them all he should should be over that by now I think they're in the second or third printing and uh, so you can uh get through there it's a beautiful book uh and full of good information probably some of the old information too <laughs> poor neil but also the one of the best gifts you can get over here mm-hmm. uh gardener gifts uh gift cards for any denomination 
I didn't know whether that meant Presbyterian or Baptist or Methodist. They, they or, will give. It doesn't matter what your denomination is, though. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. That takes you to. They're equal <laughs> opportunity gift giver. Oh, okay. I saw that beyond denomination in there. Uh, hey. And you you can you can order by phone. Mm-hmm. The number is is a nursery number, I guess. It's uh, two one zero four nine seven three seven six oh. Mm-hmm. Or if you uh, just want some less numbers to that to remember, you could go two ten forty nine seven. Thirty-seven, sixty. Okay. Or you can. <laughs> you can go to MillburgerNursery.com too, and the phone number is on there. Yeah, there you go. And use use your and, and so your you, little you, phone book that you carry in your pocket. <laughs> you could start at starting at any de- denomination, uh, ten dollars and up. Mm-hmm. And they will send a card in the mail. Now, what I needed to ask Trace and forgot to do it is, uh, what's the latest date? Yeah, that would have been a good question. Thank you, Wendy. We should ask that. (laughs) We're going to be here next week, right? Yeah, we can ask him that next week. Okay. And uh, also... Or you could just, if you call that number and ask him, you know, they'll they'll tell you too. When's the latest date? Don't don't call uh, Christmas Eve. That that's not. No, well, it'll just, it'll the just get there after Christmas, which is yeah. isn't horrible. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that way they can, I think Calvin covers that in here. He talks about uh, uh, <laughs> talks about uh, you can uh, get whatever you want. You know, if you give a gift certificate. Yeah. There's uh, cherry. And they can use it, you know, whenever. So, like the fig trees. Let's pretend there weren't fig trees in now, which there are. But, yeah, you could use it in January. There you go. Yeah, so, or. Doesn't expire. Right. Cherry and I were trying to identify a butterfly that was here yesterday and back here today. Painted lady. Painted lady. (laughs) Well, I was proud of her for coming up with painted. Yeah. I think it's a, a, a that is one worldwide. It's yeah, a beautiful it, yeah. thing. I mean, uh, d- very vivid colors on its wing. And also, while you're over here, yeah, they got the Christmas decor. Mm-hmm. That's kind of liquor. No, no, no. Is that in the same category as no. liquor? They're different. Oh. Anyway, Christmas decor for twenty five percent off. Yep. So. Uh, you can get your tree. You can get Christmas deal to use with your liquor deal. Decor. Decor. Decor deal. <laughs> There's a difference. 25% off. Now, the tree is not 25%. No, no, no. But uh, got plenty of good stuff. Is this sli- deer out front of us, 25%? I don't know. It might be. We'll you have gonna to take it. You going to buy it and take it home? No. Hey, you could put it inside the fence. And so the other deer could come and look to you and say, how did that guy get in that fence? Then they'll try to jump over your there fence. You get I, I would get the shakes. I spent uh. so much time trying to keep the deer outside <laughs> the fence. And then I'd come over and get the venison for my Christmas dinner. It's going to work for everybody. It's a win-win. This is a, you know, deer, deer hunters, uh, they take horns and rub them together to attract, okay. to attract a deer. 
This is better than horns. This is the actual deer. You put lights on that thing, maybe. Do you still have your lighted reindeer? I do. Okay. Then, is, it up, is it up in front of the house? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. Glad you used it. <laughs> and it's got little lights on it. Right. But I haven't plugged them in to see if the lights are working. Oh, why don't you plug it in? I don't know. All right. Well, we'll get back to the garden talk here. <laughs> at 210-308-8867. Uh, you mentioned the strawberries. Yes, Calvin? There's some. Uh, there's still quite a few stocks here, too, if you're looking for uh, f- a real fragrant. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of flowers for the uh, this the, the, they do best in the s- full sun, uh, but they they'll uh, survive about the same way that snapdragons do. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there's a few a few of the um, what are what were our the ones that the butterflies like so much up front? Uh, oh yeah, uh, start with the D, right? Yeah, Viola. I mean. Uh, Dianthus. Dianthus. Oh, boy, they like those, yeah. few Dianthus here, but uh, just uh, That's a tough hundreds of uh, violas, pansies, snapdragons. Oh, yeah. three di- I think three different sizes of snapdragons. Yeah. And uh, we want those who want colorful, deer-resistant plant material, that's as good as you're going to get, snapdragons. For the winter. Um, you know what they got? They got... Quite a quantity over there, or at least they did yesterday, of the of those orange pansies that everybody kind of likes. That orange pansies? Yeah. Who would want an orange pansy? I, I don't. I think there's an old university they used to have that. Oh, okay. UTSA? I think they're out of business. But uh, they passed. That orange. Uh, <laughs> that orange ones are available, and they're not. They're hard to find sometimes. And I imagine they've got calendulas over there. Oh, gosh, yeah. And uh, they're supposed to be beautiful. Trey says they're deer resistant. But does he? I think, I think we planted some out, too. and uh, But we're still spraying them with that uh, I must garden. Man, you're getting good. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, calendulas are, they're... They come in yellow and orange, I think. I don't know if we got both those colors. They also make a pretty good cut flower. Yeah, yeah, they do. And I always, in the old days, we always described them as the, of course, with the weather like this, you don't need that, but the, <laughs> we have the, a way of warming warming up the winter oh, garden. Oh, is that right? Okay. <laughs> they call them... Uh, what do they call them? The windy uh, winter miracles. Winter, winter miracle, yeah, that's hmm. what it's called. But anyway, uh, and uh, I saw somebody walking out with some beautiful uh, Christmas cactus blooming. Did you? And uh, regularly seven ninety nine. Now six eighty eight. So. Uh, like I say, Christmas cactus is a is an old timer, old timey uh, plant. Uh, grandmothers and have had them for years, and a lot of uh, who are now older adults remember seeing their grandmother's Christmas cactus. Mm. 
I think this is probably an improvement on the Christmas cactus that they grew. But uh, I, I think there's different colors out there, several different colors. Red, of course, most popular. But I think there's white well, Christmas cactus. In my mar- article that comes next Saturday, I, ma- I mentioned that cri- Christmas cactus talked about the poinsettia and b- how much easier they were to keep keep alive and oh, bloom yeah. every year. But I said the Christmas cactus was still in that <laughs> dar- darkness category where you had to, yeah. to find a place in the closet for it. <laughs> yeah, I, they, was I wrong I, on that? I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> I, I found the Christmas cactus I grew because... Uh, my uh, uh, wife's grandmother always grew them in Oklahoma, and uh, so I grew her some. The uh, but I found to make them set buds, I had to leave them out on the patio. Of course, it wasn't freezing, but leave them out on the patio where they were kind of in the dark and uh, getting some cool temperatures. And then they they would form those uh, great big buds on uh-huh. there that would open into a nice should, flower. Should be an interesting discussion uh, because that's a that's a plant that just kind of <laughs> appears every reappears every year. Yeah, it uh, it's like I said, it's not not as popular, of course, as poinsettias, but uh, yeah, they have a lot of memories. So. And uh, they they root very easily if I you just break rem- a piece of. I can't on. remember, but maybe I mentioned cyclamen in that same list of. Oh, maybe just maybe <laughs> probably and zinnias. <laughs> no, no, no zinnias. No zinnias. Okay. <laughs> hey, on. we need to take a break uh, while we do. There's time to give us a call at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven or. Uh, well, probably too late to catch us, but you can always come by Millburgers and ask any of the staff any question you have at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Back in a moment on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Burgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, since you spilled the beans about your spinach, do you want to tell people what you uh, had, <laughs> what you made last night and how you made it? You said it was pretty good. Yeah. I, uh, we, 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 were, we always worry about whether we'll have enough enough spinach. Yeah. But uh, this, this weather has really been uh, great for it. Oh, so yeah. I harvested... Uh, I just took one leaf. I have twelve plants. I just took one leaf off of each plant, <laughs> and I, I flavored it. I rely on uh, those greens of boiling them, mm-hmm. but I flavored it with some uh, pieces of ham. There you go. And uh, some jalapeno peppers that I would harvested. Wow. From. And uh, gosh, it was really good. Don't you have have a real grande go pepper? I do. Wow. Yeah, okay, I do. Good. I got uh, I got both, and uh, <laughs> that uh, I just uh, the jalapenos look so good. 
So uh, the pretty, yeah, they yeah. Resp- yeah they had they were on the patio too and they Ooh. they had responded to the uh, <laughs> weather that we've been having and then nice big smooth were they hot or mild sort of mild they were mild I mean they were obviously jalapenos but yeah. they were they were mild compared to some that I've tasted okay I th- I think they may have been the uh, real uh, tamal or yeah uh, may have been tamal yeah okay. Yeah, that that's got a little barn to it. Yeah, no, nothing. Not, not I wouldn't impress Trace with it. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we used to when we were first introducing that pepper. Uh, people would try it, and all, always some macho guy would come up and say, "That doesn't have any heat in it at all," you know. So for those people, we always kept some of the hot pepper, really hot. Oh. Ben Ben Villani, who who bred the uh, Tam Mile, had some of the hottest peppers. Oh, really? That we've ever eaten. They looked just like a, jalap- a regular jalapeno. Mm. So we'd keep a couple of those under the table and say, "Maybe you got the wrong one. Here, try this one." And that sucker, you know, bite into that thing. Start and then, sweating. And then he would go away. <laughs> he would not go away and never come back. <laughs> <laughs> so, he uh, gave, gave him what he wanted, but he who, who he, was the t- uh, too much of it? The announcer wanted. that we worked with, Gary Delon. Was it Gary that did that bit into that okay. pepper oh. on camera? Yeah, and uh, and dived into the peppers that were planted out at uh, Verstraten Farm, uh, looking for his drink, and he came up. <laughs> He he found he got his drink. L- luckily, his his photographer, Rex Stanley, was his photographer. I don't know if he's passed or not now. He's pretty old. But it, it, anyway, uh, uh, when Garrett came up with his drink, out of the uh, it was Dr Pepper or something. But uh, he looked into the camera, and he had tears. Hmm? Coming down to that, <laughs> and uh, Chris Maru played that on. Uh, oh, did he on the ten o'clock news? Yeah, that's funny. They never let him forget it. Our gardening experts. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, Sam Cotner put him up to that. He was out there with it. I was on the way out there to show him which ones were oh. mild and which ones were hot. It was a variety demonstration, and uh, you know how these. These uh, talents are, on, especially on TV. That, ah, we don't need him. We'll go ahead and do the show. We got somewhere to go. Probably had a fire going on. <laughs> but, but uh, so he started eating that, and uh, the uh, it just burned him to the ground. Because uh, Codner had Codner didn't know where they were. I'd planted them. Oh, didn't didn't know where the demarcation line was. Oh, yeah. And so, <laughs> I told him not to try that until I get there, because you're gonna mess up. I used, I used to have a a garden aid, uh, Adela Roccamontes. I don't know if she's passed or not. She, okay. She come up here and beat the hell out of you. Let's just assume it, she has. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what is that? Is that a finch? 
Of course. It could be, yeah. It's, uh, uh, see? He's going to call it a fence. Everything's you know? a fence. Yeah, I think that, that, <laughs> that actually might be a... Uh, warbler. A warbler? A warbler finch? Yeah, no, warbler finch. No, it's a... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Orange-crowned warbler. Okay, that's the the the, tech, the common warbler here. They're they're really plain colored, but oh, but they're uh, they're they're one of the one of the insect eaters you get if you do if you use uh, suet, suet, suet? With, uh, yeah. with pepper. Did they hang upside down? Oh yeah. I can't stand. All right. That. Bless their little hearts. But uh, how do they swallow upside down? I don't know. It's a miracle. Oh gosh, it must. It sounds like a research project. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, where was I? <laughs> Talking about the hot peppers. But uh, oh yeah, Adela, Adela Racamontes. Uh, she used to be one of my garden aides, and uh, a good one by the way. And uh, she, <laughs> she was always. Throwing up the idea that I wasn't a, a Hispanic, by the way, you know, and so I took her out to the pepper trial, mm-hmm. and I knew where the hot ones were, and the hot ones joined the mild ones, and so I said, "This is the way a, a real gringo eats them." Pulled off one of those mild ones, had no heat in it at all, ate half of it. <laughs> And she was, she was impressed. You know. Yeah. I said, you try. So she was by the extremely hot ones. Um, all your stories have somebody getting. <laughs> and she took it and went. And that brought her to her knees. And wow. She used to, used to eating hot stuff. You got to bring some of those for Trace. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that wasn't ever released, that extremely hot oh. one. Okay. The Tamil was released and the Tamil too. All right. Okay. We got to begin to wrap up. Oh, no. It's true, but we're going to be back here next weekend. Uh, you're welcome to email me your questions for the show, Milton at KLUP.com. In the meantime, Millburgers has lots of great trees, has all the gift ideas in the boutique. Christmas Beautiful. trees. Christmas trees, yes, that's what I meant. I'm sorry. Live and, <laughs> live and cut. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about the live ones. Doggone it. Okay, next week. So, uh, 210 308 8867. But call us next week, and we'll see you then. Thanks to Al for doing a great job. This is 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.